That pad was awfully loud. <laughs> when the Bigfoot roared, it just maxed everything out. I was like, oh, oh. Okay. All right. We're back again. This is the first time. This is we doing it again with another exciting episode of Bigfoot Revival. I am here with my co-host, the Yuka Man, and I am your other co-host, the main co-host, the main. That sounds arrogant. <laughs> that sounds pr- pr- um. Oh Lord, speak English. I'm trying. <laughs> um, presumptuous. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I am, you know, we can do, uh, um, straight biblical. I mm. could be Bigfoot the greater. You could be Bigfoot the lesser. Not because you're lesser than I am. I mean, you are, but it's because <laughs> you're much smaller than I am. Um, I am, you know. It gets hot out there in the I've desert. gained 20 pounds in the last year. I am not proud of that fact that I probably shouldn't have just said it over a podcast, but. No, it's a good start. Um, yeah, yeah. I went to the doctor for a sinus infection and I got and on they the told scale. You that? That's nice. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, this is not right. I went home. Your scale's broken. I'm asking my wife. I'm like, do I look 20 pounds heavier than last year? Aww. She's like, no. I'm like, I don't feel 20 pounds heavier. It's probably the flannel or the beard. <laughs> well, and, yeah. and even if you do count, you know, clothing and everything, like how much that weight, I'm still like, oh, I've got to lose weight. I've got to do something about this. So anyways, um, for everybody struggling with weight, I can relate. You command can't. He's he's a fit Marine. Allegedly, I'm still eight pounds over what the Marine Corps thinks I should be. Really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I have to get taped every year. What about, what about uh, real big guys who are just like real? Like, okay, for example, me. Right. All right. And no fat. Mm-hmm. No fat on my body. I'm overweight, mm-hmm. according to like the the yeah, stupid the little scales. Weight. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the Marine Corps has a system for like countering that, and that's also it. It goes off body mass index, and they'll take your measurement of your waist and your measurement of your neck, uh-huh. and then there's a chart when you take the difference between those two and your height, yeah, and your age, like what's acceptable, and they'll calculate your body mass index off of that, and then they gotcha. have a limit for that, okay. and that's where I'm. I'm well under that body mass index, but I'm still like, I'm 188, so I'm over what the Marine Corps thinks I should be for five foot eight. Supposed yeah. to stop at 180. Yeah, but I know um, there's a picture of me beside my uncle. My uncle's about my height. He's maybe just an inch or two shorter than I am, and we are at a uh, we're actually at Dolly World. That's where we're at. That's where it was taken. And you just see me next to him. And this was when I'm in my early 20s. I was m- most fit in my early 20s. And um, That was what, like four years ago? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not, uh, well, we won't mention him on there, but we're not, we're not, uh, uh, I'll say this and I think you'll know who I'm talking about. We're not pl- Perry the Platypus old, right? <laughs> but. <laughs> Oh, poor Perry the platypus. But uh, we are. I am uh still older than than early twenties, and so 
Um, yeah. <laughs> now I'm lost. Sorry, oh, but, but, but you're, you're yeah, there with a your picture uncle. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Picture, yeah. And like, I'm literally twice as wide as he is. Just bone structure. Yeah. The 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 broadness of my chest, my, even my knees. Like, I was, who was it pointed that out? They're like, look how much bigger your knees are, than, right? You know, than your uncles, and it's just width. Yeah. Just width. Just being so much. I was. All, I've always told everybody. I was. I'm emotionally and physically a mule. <laughs> I meant to haul things. That's a good I mean, way to put that. Yeah. I suppose. So, anyways, mm. that's all besides the point. That has nothing to do with what we want to talk about today. Yeah, that's we have just, a lot to talk about today. That's just banter. Um. Yeah, it's been a busy week. A lot to talk about. Yeah, I'm trying. Let Let's go with your. Um, let's go with your. Uh, Dive into the post. Uh, the post. Okay. Let's do that first. Let's tear that apart first. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and when I say tear it apart, I don't mean it to be ugly. I'm just saying let's Dive we're gonna take it. it piece by piece and mm-hmm. walk through it, tear it apart, not not be ugly. Yeah. 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 No. 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 Because I think that would probably frame the rest of our conversation topics. Uh, thinking biblically, yeah. we can roll into those each individually. Before I say something bad about the EPA. EPA. Oh. They're just there to keep you safe. <laughs> just not to like. Anyway, we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, yeah, this post. You want me to just read it? And then yeah, we can go yeah. However it. you okay. want to handle it, we'll walk through it. And yeah, yeah, so just for the listeners out there, a little backstory. Got a post shared on Facebook from one of my friends, and they'd. Because uh, you know everything from Facebook is accurate. This is true. And this is true. And this is, yeah, this is a, a screenshot. From the internet, so you know it's good. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, question was asked to some kind of uh, Ask Jeeves, Reddit, Twitter, some kind of question okay. and answer forum. Uh, why do people get angry when I try to share the word of God with them? I only do it because I care about them deeply and don't want them to end up in hell. I feel like some people avoid me just because of this. Is there any way to get through to them? Ooh, ooh, ooh. so I read that part. Mm-hmm. I think that's worth answering on its own merit. I would say before so. we dive yeah. in, yeah. So the, the answer is what caught my attention most specifically. So in this example, the question right. is, I had trouble reading the the actual post just because it was it was small and yeah, and it's quite lengthy. Yeah, um, but. Uh, do you think it'd be better to answer the the original question now or afterwards? Yeah, sure. How how would you? What would you say if somebody, if I were to come okay. up and ask, uh, why do people go get so angry with yeah. me when I try to share the word of God with them? Um, so if you're doing it in a way that is in love, mm-hmm. in other words, you're not just, um, you know, somebody says, <laughs> I like John Wick. And you go, you're going to hell. You know, I mean, if if that's not how you're handling it, right? You're handling <laughs> My favorite was your example. Uh, what was it? Scrolling through the, or, yeah, strolling through the store, the aisle, and Valentine's Day coming up here just past now. Yeah. Um, oh, that ain't love. John 316. Slap people in the face. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't love. You don't know love. <laughs> going to hell. <laughs> you going to hell. Yeah, 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 probably not the best way to go about yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so you know, but if you're if you um you've got people in your life and you and you have said, look, Christ loves you. Christ wants you to be in relationship with Him. Um, you invite them to church, yeah, and then they stop inviting you over for dinner and cards. Or yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, yeah. you've got things like that occur. Why? One thing is, they're going to tell you that they that you are judging them. Okay, that's going to be one of the things that most people will throw out there. You're judging them, and the truth is, you're not judging them, um, or you shouldn't. I feel like but, judgment but, is a pretty heavy word in the Bible, and it kind of goes, it, it gets applied in a lot of ways. Well, and I mean, in all honesty, you you can judge people. That that's when the Bible talks about judging people and and not to judge. It's not talking about in a, like in a general judgment. sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it's perfectly fine to judge people. Uh, what's not okay is to just say something like, well, you'll never get saved. Yeah. You're, you're just too far gone. God, yeah, God that's, can't, that's, won't ever save you. Yeah, that's not your call to make. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, <clears throat> and so... Um, or and there is a, there is a sense of judgment too that I I think is wrong, where you have an attitude of I'm holier than you mm-hmm. in all things yeah and at that, all times that's also and and that's like you're not, a, you're above sinning yeah yeah. yeah and and that's where I mean I I tell our people all the time look I know what I'm saying is hard and, and I'm and I'm giving it to you because it's what the word of God says. But I want you to understand that even though it's hard, even though it's it's t- I'm not trying to smash you under the law. I, I'm sinning. I'm not holding to this perfectly. Like it's I'm a, having it's to okay go to re- struggle with this. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm having to go and repent of this. Like I've studied for this sermon this week and I have repented over these things this week. And so um, I'm not trying to uh, just pin you down and t- because that. Christ, Christ isn't here to 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 just smash you and make you feel worthless. And yeah, not you know like oh you you you're not Jesus Christ. So like, what are you even doing? Exactly. Yeah. He, he's here. He's he brings hope. He brings salvation. He brings the, for those who love him and accept him as their Lord and Savior. For those who are following him with everything that they have, they love him with all their strength and 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 might. For those people, there's so much hope. And forgiveness and relief in that, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're if that's your message, and you're not just holding people down, and you're not, but but they're saying you're judging me. Well, I'm not judging you. Your conscience understands that you are not walking with Christ, mm-hmm. and so there is judgment occurring. But it's not me going, pointing at you and just poking at you and trying to tear you down. Yeah, trying to say like sinner, there's no hope for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The 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 judgment that you're feeling is from the word of God. If I've done my job correctly, I've shown you Christ and I have given you his word. And and in doing so, you are feeling the weight of that very serious matter. And we're not we're a culture that's not used to dealing with very serious issues. Um, no, you know, no. we, we 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 It's the instant this it's is the time too of, much. Oh I'm yeah. Gonna, let me turn on the T V. 
Absolutely, the time of instant gratification, exactly. putting things off, little things to distract, filling schedule with all kinds of other things so we can not focus on. Exactly. So day. when something like that occurs, we, we don't know how to interpret it as in it's something other than judgment. Mm-hmm. And so we get very uncomfortable and we claim that the, that the person who is trying to help us is harming us. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they, they don't want to hear it. They don't, they don't want to know that they're not in good relationship with God. They don't want to know that if if they do not repent and turn to Christ, that they will die and burn in hell. Um, that's judging. Uh, all right, let's say you're right. Let's say it is judging. Is it judging correctly or incorrectly? Because that matters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that really does matter. And and and, but they feel that pressure. And a lot of times, other times, um, they honestly just don't want to be around somebody who's not indulging in sin the way they are. Um, I've had friends who, who, uh, as I was being sanctified, I had to, you know, I quit, I quit, um, I, I just quit sin in the way that I had sinned. And after a while they were like, eh, he's no fun to be around, you know? And it's not that I was even poking at them about the things, but it's, it's sin loves to have other people sin with them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? They want to drag. It's like it's Eve. that misery loves company. Eve ate a, ate, ate a bite of the fruit, and then what is immediately what she does? Wants to share and it to have Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, you know, that's why people, why why sinful cultures in the sense of like. Um, drug cultures, alcoholism, uh, alcoholism, um, um, just just culture that that culture that you know of of um, that that the standards are either not there or they are extremely low, mm-hmm. and you say, well, those people are the most <laughs> accepting people I know. Well, <laughs> shut up. I'm sure they are. Why? Because there's no standards. Mm-hmm. Because they know if they put a standard on you, that they're going to have to live up to that same standard. Mm-hmm. And it's and people. This is another thing. People go, "Well, the church is nothing but a bunch of hypocrites," because we have standards. <laughs> it's easy not to be a hypocrite when you have no standards. Mm-hmm. And so, you you see this, and I, I that that's I think the primary thing. You've got the whole. Feeling conviction, feeling the judgment of God, feeling, and then a point putting that on the people who are just giving the word, and you have the whole um, loving of sin and not wanting to, to to get rid of it. I, I think that that's probably your biggest two. Um, are there other reasons that could be out there? Yeah, but I, I think that, that I think that's going to cover eighty or more percent of of situations. Yeah, obviously no blanket statement to cover each and every scenario that people are going to find themselves personally involved. But let me quite literally play devil's advocate here. What the answer for this one's saying is that the rejection is more of a recruiting tool than anything else for the church to where um, I'm just kind of giving it the spark notes or we can go into what the post actually says, but kind of just saying that it's more of a uh, brainwashing tool to have the church send people out who aren't ready to face the world, the world rejects them, and they come crawling back to their safe 
comfortable spot, the church, and then they never leave. That's- Holy crap. Whoa. That is, is that what it says? Yeah. Holy moly. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to get anybody to go and evangelize? <laughs> Do you know how much I'm over there talking about? Y'all need to evangelize. And never, never once has my thought went, yes. We've got too many people. You will, be, you will be rejected from the world. And they're just come and crawling back to crawling me. And you will be crawling back. <laughs> that's, that's literally what it's saying. Oh, yeah. that is so it, far off the mark. I know. It's, it's talking about, so, uh, yeah, it's extremely effective at creating a deep tribal feeling amongst its own members, and this rejection they receive is actually more important than the few people they convert. It causes them to feel a level of discomfort around the people they attempt to talk to, and so these become the others. These uncomfortable feelings go away when they come back to their congregation, the tribe. Now, now I will say there is a certain amount of otherism. Oh, definitely. But that's I've... true with any group that you'll ever be a part of. So really, I've never seen us versus them here in this country. No, yeah, our... well, especially being a marine, I'm sure you haven't seen that. Oh um, goodness, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that don't was, call that me was, soldier. Was... <laughs> hey, now I do take offense to that. I was about to say, we're not, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, better than that. No, no, no. <laughs> I only say that because I come from an army family. Uh, but the um, yeah, that's a whole other topic. Yeah, that was. Uh, Sorry for any folks who didn't pick it up. I was dripping in sarcasm. Absolutely, <laughs> we have a lot of us versus them mentality in our culture all over the place. And um, yeah, it's interesting to see. And I, I would, I would argue in my, uh, albeit brief, uh, time spent really with the church and not kind of going through the motions, but going through uh, services with eyes open, ears open, kind of thinking yeah. about what's being said, how to interpret that, and. Um, how to act on it? Yeah, yeah. I I feel like that's a pretty, pretty. I don't know. I, as somebody who's not a pastor myself, obviously, take this opinion for what it's worth. But I feel like, uh, it's a pretty, not an easy target. But that's the only way I can say it. Um, of like how to, you know, hey, I'm not here attacking you, my people who wanted to come with me and hear my message on Sunday. But like, you know, I'm gonna talk about them. You know the yeah, other people. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I feel like that's that's a pretty yeah. easy target for the church to be putting a lot of like this word needs to apply because you need to take it to them. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, even even in that sense, um, if you notice the way that I preach, I tend to do a lot of, um, and and depending on the the scripture, mm-hmm. uh, opens up for this. Um, narrative tends not to be as it's easy to do this. When you're walking through a book like James, it's real easy to do something like this. Um, but what I try to do is I'll, I'll start off with a them type statement, right? So like, um, um, the LGBTQ stuff, right? Like they're obviously against the church. And so there is a certain amount of them versus us. Um, now, the difference is we, even though there's a them versus us, we don't believe that there isn't salvation for them. Mm-hmm. They can come to know Christ. They can abandon their sin and open their arms to Jesus. And that's, we would rather see that than just about anything else. I mean, um, 
so so there is a little bit of that um, because we have completely differing worldviews, and their worldview is currently attacking our worldview, and we need to be able to stand up to that, right? So the first one will kind of be, okay, so this applies to a more broader, something everybody will agree on. But then I'll wind up, and, and, and we're, we're talking about John Wick today because of a conversation that started first thing this morning, but... Um, and then I'll say, are you, you know, why are you watching John Wick? Because you get a, a, a sense of joy from death and destruction. Mm -hmm. And God has not created us to find joy in death and destruction. Nope. That's, that's a sinful nature. And, and so I can take it from them and then bring it to a more controversial, but the congregation really needs to hear it. So I try to give a, a very broad illustration and then narrow it down like, like a pencil almost, you know, start, start wide and then bring it down really tight into, um, to where, uh, I may even talk about general church culture in between there and then our church mm -hmm. and, 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 um, because if I'm preaching just about the evils of what's outside, I'm not doing any good for my people. No, because it, then it's like, oh, you know, okay, we're not that bad. We're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And and the idea is you think they're bad. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, but but then, you're bad as well. And you're looking at the splinters in other people's eyes, uh -huh. ignoring that log in your own. Yep, yep. Yeah. And then, and then bringing it down to, and then the final thing to be reminded of is, but there's salvation. There's salvation. There's hope. There's grace. There is forgiveness. And the answer for your sin is to turn to Christ. The answer for their sin is to turn to Christ. Mm -hmm. And so it's not. It's not about pointing out homosexuals or it's not about pointing out transgenders just to pick on them. Mm -hmm. It's not about pointing out Black Lives Matter and how they've said um, that their, their, one of their goals is to dismantle the, the, the nuclear family structure. All right. Um, it's not just to pick on that. It's to say, look, guys, there are people out there who are anti your worldview. And I don't want to just simply go, they're bad. Okay. You understand that? Bad, mm -hmm. bad, bad. Okay. Bad. That's not what I want to do. I want to say, so their mentality is one of deconstruction. And as Christians, our mentality is one of construction. We want to build, we want to develop, we want to grow. That's that's the commission from God. Go forth and multiply. Go forth and make disciples of all nations. Go forth. That is what God has told us from the beginning. Go forth. Most definitely. I really, I mean, maybe it's the farmer in me, but I really appreciate the analogy of, you know, the job is not necessarily to cultivate, necessarily to make the fields, but you go out and you plant the seed. Right? You plant the that's seed. That's what you do. Yeah. yeah. And God. You're to work the harvest. And, and, and God will give you the harvest. In other words, if if you're planting seeds and there's there's those seeds have, have been grown and are, and are ready for the harvest 
and you're around, he'll give that to you to do. Mm-hmm. But but like you said, it, you're not going to have a harvest if no one's planting seeds. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. And and we we as Christians want to grow. We want to develop. Um, that's another reason I think that's ridiculous. Now now, are there churches out there who are very much? Um, you know, let's isolate ourselves. Let's uh, um, us versus them. Um, I think it's just a very sad. What, what probably tugged at my heartstrings the most was just a very sad comparison between like a church and like a cult. I I feel like those are two very different things in my mind. Yeah, and I picture something yeah. a lot more like you said, like you know, drinking the Kool Aid on its own compound with walls and gates, everybody's out or everybody's in. There's no in-between. And here where, like, a church, the doors are open, coming and going. Like, you have a group of people from all walks of life to try and bond and fellowship over over Christ. And that's that's what holds them together. But I feel like that's that's not a cult. I know a lot of people would probably argue that it is, but... So, (sighs) cult's one of those words that has a very gelatin like definition yeah and so um jehovah witnesses are a cult uh, mormons are a cult um um let's see here uh jim jones was a cult obviously and it's a there's a big there's a big gap between jim jones and the mormons yeah yeah but there, there's also, as far as the, the exterior, look, outside looking in type of a thing. But that being said, what all cults have in common is they are drawing people together for something outside of Christ. So Christ tends to be a tool that cults use to legitimize themselves um, they, they use it to, to, um, kind of give it that religious veneer. Like Jim Jones was a so- socialist. He wasn't a Christian. Yeah. Like if you hear his preaching, it was, it was far more. Now he borrowed from Christian, um, language and, and culture. Cause I feel like that's when you dress it up. That's what draws the people in. Yeah. But yeah. what he preached was communism and socialism. Um, and, and David Koreas taught all kinds of weird stuff. I mean, he taught that he was the second coming of Christ. Um, um, I'm trying to think of another, the, the Jehovah witnesses teach that. I think they teach that Jesus and Lucifer are brothers. Um, I I may be wrong about that. I I may be, I'm trying to remember I'm getting my Mormonism and Jehovah Witnessism confused. But what they've done is they've taken the God of the Bible and have warped him into something that he's not. Okay? All cults do that. Now, and to be honest, in the early days of Christianity, we were considered a cult. And for, you know, we, we because we sprung out of Judaism. Um, our Savior, our God, is a Jew, at least um, ethnically, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so would you argue we're still a cult, or did we change from that? Um, 
Or just the definition changed? Yeah, I, I think, I don't want to go, oh yeah, we're a cult, and, and then have people be like, well, hold up a minute, you know, because, because they're it's thinking. already such a negative connotation yeah, associated yeah, yeah. with it, yeah. But, but at this point, we're mainstream. At this point, obviously we're mainstream. We're, I think we're between us and. Yeah, we're on a it, podcast. Well, not not me and you mainstream, <laughs> but uh, Christianity is is oh, either the right. largest or yeah, it's the largest mm-hmm. religion like in the world. Yeah, and and so with that comes uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? I want to say acceptability, but that's not that's not really what I'm looking for. Um, so we're not a cult just because we're a successful cult. Yeah, to a certain extent, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, because in reality, cults tend to be uh, unsuccessful. Well, so so listen, guess, the yeah. the word cult is a derivative of the word culture. They 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 come from the same term. Okay, cult and culture. You can almost make an argument if you get into the, like the legitimate understanding of what a cult is. To be any unique culture, so we were we were considered a cult because we had developed a separate culture out of Judaism, the so, norm yeah, at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a lot of these cults, like Mormonism, have developed a separate culture outside of uh, Orthodox Christianity. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not how the modern vernacular understands cult. The modern vernacular understands cult to be, uh, I don't, I don't, there, there again, that definition is very jelloey. Um, I think, I think it's one of those things. If we were to go out and do a man on the street thing and go, what is a cult? You get 10 people, different people answers. would point, yeah. people are, it's easier to point out who is in a cult than or what, what is, is yeah, then what is a cult? That makes sense. And so, yeah. um, but in the way that this lady, would have used the term cult. We are not. We are not. There is a clear separation between, uh, because she's thinking mind, uh, it's just brainwashing, brainwashing, mind control. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. And 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 that's more the Jim Jones, uh, um, David Caress. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what what was the guy who uh, you know they all drank poison and because they thought they were going to follow a comet. Um. Uh, anyway, yeah, the one down in South America. That's what I'm trying to keep pulling the example of but i can't remember off the top of my head that, that the one in south america was jim jones was it yeah oh, i thought yeah. he was with the comment where they all drank poison because that's where drink the cool no, yeah yeah no yeah. yeah that happened in uh guatemala i think i think I, i'm trying to google it so anyways um so so there again we're, we're not a cult i just want to <laughs> just just the the final uh thing on that um with with uh, the idea that we use Guyana, Guyana. Okay, close. I knew it started. Well, I say I knew it started with a G. It may have just been coincidence. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, we we have we evangelize not to scare our people into being. Uh, we evangelize not to scare our people into it to being like the world is scary. Um, in fact, well, 
let me hold my thoughts together for a second. So not because the world is, because we're trying to prove our people that the world is scared and to, to come hover into our protection. Um, in fact, the opposite is really, and that's why I said that's so far off the mark because we want, we want people to know Christ. We love Christ and, and we understand the, the ramifications of knowing Christ and we want others to know Christ. And, and to think that it's so that we can huddle together is anti-Christian in all honesty. Um, um, at no point has or should the church just, um, you know, come, come together and just, just isolate itself from the, the world that it lives in, in the sense of, uh, interaction. So what you intently looking at? I'm just trying to read out the definition of a cult. Oh yeah. Make any progress? No. Yeah. That, that's no. what I'm saying. It is, it is jelloey, man. Yeah. It is, it is a hard, uh, like I said, you can go back to the like the beginning of the word, mm-hmm. and and in that sense, um, you can almost justify anything as a cult. Um, it is really funny, like you said too. It's so much easier to describe or point out. Hey, that guy's in a cult. Yeah, don't know what it is, but I know he's in one. Uh, yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, cults are are, and I tell you what, I like listening to a show called Cultish. And, I know you uh, talked about that before, yeah. And I enjoy that show, but but even that, like, when they're talking about certain things, you're like, ah, you know, uh, New Ageism. They like to talk about New Ageism a lot, and I'm like, is this cultish? Like, 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 because it doesn't come from Christianity. Mm-hmm. But but there again, depending on how you use the word, and and it, it just depending on how you use the word, um use it in a modern vernacular way it's it's going to be somebody who's who is basically held to a group under mind control i feel like it kind of gets thrown around a lot with uh you know other words like uh privilege racist and um you know us versus them kind of labels where it's really easy to throw that out there and because there's so much connotation associated with it you don't really have to make much of an argument other than slapping, uh, slapping, slapping the label on something, you know. Yeah, yeah. And and I don't know if you were trying to make this point, but in my mind, you made a connection in my mind of saying it, it's a, it's a very liberal way of looking at the world as well, in the sense of I definitely saw this post and didn't think like, ah, oh, this is a conservative mindset here. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, I could see that connection now and. Now, to be fair, not all atheists are politically liberal either. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking, the first thing that jumps to my mind is James Lindsay. Um, but that being said, uh, yeah, I mean, when you look at the way it gets thrown around, it gets thrown around, like you said, woke, racist. Um, yeah, yeah I, f- I feel like it, it gets thrown not necessarily because there's an argument behind it, but because it can be a label that's put yeah. on something and 
people won't want to touch it. Th- this label has a negative connotation, so we're mm-hmm. just going to throw it on you to, yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, but there again, I, th- I think we can assume that she's talking about, um, the modern idea of what a cold is because she said that, uh, yeah, I mean, specific, specifically pointing out brainwashing yeah. and like control of people. Yep, and that's yep, why yep. the evangelism is more important to the church members themselves than actually who they'd recruit. Yep. And, and I'll be honest with you. There's, there's absolutely no way that you can brainwash people and be Baptist. I, I mean, and, and, and what I mean by that is Baptists are so like, it's doctrinally a part of who they are to be independent, to be, to be, um, to have almost bottom up type government and, and to have, um, I mean, shoot, I'm thinking of when our church was joining the convention of larger group of churches. It was yeah. almost like, I don't know if we want to do that because we like being so independent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's benefit here. And even, even in part of that, we're Southern Baptists, but, but the Southern Baptist convention doesn't tell us what to do. Mm-hmm. And technically we tell them what to do. And, and if I'm picturing like, again, the farmer, meet like a co-op, like we're not really, you know, that's a good example. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and there again, um, to be extremely independent, but and this is what what makes Baptist unique, I think, is because you have this idea of uh, independent mind, thought process, and 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 dealing with things. But there's also a re- a very republic, and I don't, I don't mean that as like Democrat and republic. I mean like, um, uh, we are a republic in the sense of there's still a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. There's still a hierarchy. Right. There's God. There's there's the husband is over his household. There is the pastor is over the church. And so there still is this very, um, you know, a wife gets to choose her husband. Right. Mm-hmm. He can't just go ooga ooga, knock her out and, and drag her to the cave. Right. So so she still gets to choose her husband. Her family helps her in that. If it's done properly, you know, the family would say, Look, we're seeing red flags because she doesn't always see red flags, mm-hmm. and 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 same thing with him and her, and and so you have that. You take that to a larger the 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 uh, church itself elects a pastor, and that that pastor is in charge or pastors are in charge of 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 facilitating the teaching, the preaching. The, the welfare for the char- church, um, and when I say welfare, I'm thinking uh, spiritual well-being, um, but even 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 physical well-being to a certain extent, um, in the sense of if some you know you were to lose your job, we would do our best to try to to supplement and to get you by until until something can be fixed. Um, uh, maybe maybe even try to find you a job type of stuff, um, but. It, it, so we have this understanding of hierarchy. We have this understanding, and but but we also have this extreme understanding of of uh, personal autonomy as a church, as a as a body, as and so when when you're talking about brainwashing and and all that kind of stuff, we're like, man, it's like hurting cats. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like hurting cats. Like mm-hmm. it it is nothing. Mm-hmm. If I go left, somebody's going to say, well, why didn't we go right? 
all right, we'll go right. Well, why are we going left? <laughs> you know, and well, well, all right, then we'll go straight. You know, I don't like straight. <laughs> and so, um, you know, as a leader, you, you you have to make the decision that's that that's most God glorifying. But you know, there's always people out there who who who, and we respect that. Mm-hmm. We respect that. And and as a pastor, you know, part of my job is to to teach and and bring you along, not to just go. Shut up! You're you're questioning the doctrine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and yeah. So I, I think that's that's like I said. I read the question. I read part of the the comment, but when you summed it up that way, I was like, "That is insane." <laughs> yeah, that that's is not, insane. It, yeah. There's a lot of uh, just shock seeing it. It's like, oh wow, somebody's really thinking that that, that that's really. What we're trying to do. Okay. But you know, part of that comes from, and, and we can be guilty of this, not, it's easier to paint someone as crazy or evil than it is to actually care for them and want what's best for them. It's easier, it, it and, and here again, this can go to the church. It's easier for us to go, those people are different than us. And therefore, we don't want their kind. Mm-hmm. Those people are different than us, so we don't want their kind. And 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 I'm not even talking like sin necessarily. I'm talking about north-south distinctives, um, racial distinctives, although I... There again, if you don't let somebody in your church or don't let them become members of your church because of race, then you're sinning. Um. <laughs> yeah. No. That's, yep. Yeah. Um, Pretty black and white there. Um. You know, it, it it is it is easy to go. Oh, you know, we don't we don't like, and and then you go into sin like, uh, well, you know. Those homosexuals, they, they, you know, they're this, they're that, they're another. No, they're people who need Jesus. And if we're going to draw a, 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 a distinctive, the distinctive needs to be, hey, we're people who've been saved by grace. Those are people who need to be saved by grace. So there's those who it's been happened to and those who it should happen to. And, and our hearts should break. For those who don't know Christ, not, not be angry and it's easy to get angry, but our hearts should break. And, and there again, um, when they come against the church, which you don't look at it as they're coming against you, you look at it as they're going against the bride of Christ. Um, like this person, it, 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 it you know, you can honestly say you're ignorant. Well, that's not very nice. Well, I'm not here to be nice, but I'm. But that doesn't mean I don't love you. I'm trying. I'm trying to give you the facts, and that was a very ignorant thing to say. Long, long story short, that was a very ignorant thing to say because it's easier to hate people than it is to actually get to know them and love them, mm-hmm. and that goes across the board. But you see that in the response in that article. Why are people not liking it whenever I share the gospel well? Well, it's actually because you're evil and you're just trying to produce a cult. Mm-hmm. You won't control over people. What? 
What? What what are you talking about? Well, it's easier for me to think that. Just like it's easier to think that there's no hope for someone who's a homosexual. And I might as well not even go over there and share the gospel with them. There's no hope for them. Um, it's easier to think that um, um, that the drug addict is some evil person that if I go talk to him, I'll probably get shot. All right. It's easier to think that uh, people who are different than me are just, you know, whatever, whatever. And so, um, and, and here again, we don't, our evangelism strategy is not one of saying, hey, we need to target the black community because we don't have enough black people. We want to be equitable. Um, our, our evangelism strategy is, who do you know? Share the gospel with them. Mm-hmm. Who do you know? Share the gospel. Who do you meet on a daily basis? Share the gospel with them. Let them know that Jesus loves them. And I don't mean share the gospel in the sense of, do you know Jesus? You know, it's it's uh, this Chinese balloon thing, right? I was going to say, do you think we as a church should invest in balloons? Yes. Yes. Um, Would that be a Red balloon is a good uh, business to invest in. Um, they're out of Moscow, Idaho. Wonderful guy. The guy's dyslexic like I am. And when I say dyslexic, he, you can tell he's like legitimately dyslexic. So I like him right off the bat. Um, <laughs> you can man, just staring at me like, what the hey, man, are you talking about? You have done going somewhere. I don't have a clue. Nope. Not where I thought this was going. I'm excited to see where this goes. <laughs> that, that's it. We'll all uh, go there together. We hit a wall. <laughs> So he's got a horrible last name. I'm not even going to say it because it don't sound right when I say it. Um, but uh, anyways, Andrew is a wonderful guy, and and if you want to invest in money, uh, invest in places like Red Balloon and and conservative, godly companies, and not just BlackRock. <laughs> anyways, all that being said, um. Balloons, Chinese. Where yeah. was I going? I had a, I, I had a train of thought, and I was going there. Oh, that's funny. A train of thought too. <laughs> that derailed. <laughs> that is such dark humor. <laughs> Sorry. I, mean, I, I say that with a smile on my face, but I am genuinely. I apologize no, no, no. for derailing your train of thought. Um. So so. Uh, oh, what was that? Oh, oh. Say the Chinese balloon, the, the train going off the rails, all that stuff. Um. Yeah. Active week. People are going to talk to you. You don't. You don't even have to start a conversation. People are going to just start talking to you about this stuff because it's so weird. It's so out of the norm. <laughs> yeah. And. And, and you don't have to go, well, do you know Jesus? You can just simply say, yeah, man, that's crazy. I don't, I, I don't know what to think. Um, I'm just glad God is in control. I'm just glad God is in control because I, the, the people who are running our country are not. And thank God that he has a handle on this. And, and then, you know, there's a couple things. They can either agree with you. They can either get real awkward and be like, "Oh, well, have a nice day," you know, <laughs> 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 or 
Or, you know, they're going to go, well, it don't seem like he has much control over it, does it? Yeah, you may see that, but you don't see what he sees. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, there, there are people who need to be humbled right now. There are people who need to be humbled. There are people who need to know him. And so he allows for certain things to happen for his glory. And, and I'd rather, I'd rather know that, that these horrible things are happening for God's glory than just think that he's out of control and there's no, there's no hope because right now, I mean, I, I, you know, I have hope in what he's doing. I, I, even if I don't understand it, I have hope in it because, um, I, I genuinely believe that people will come to know him because of these things. And so that, that's, that's a gospel centered conversation. That is a gospel. Um, it's pointing out the sovereignty of God. It's pointing out his mercy. It's pointing out his, uh, you can use that to point out his love, even though I didn't do it in that particular, uh, example. And, and, and there it is. And like I said, some people will just honestly get awkward about that kind of conversation. And they'll kind of like, all right, then you Bible thumping <laughs> redneck hippie. Uh, camouflage wearing Sasquatch looking fan. Yeah. yeah. Your mama. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, now let's get, uh, so I know we've talked, we talked about that, that, that post, um, but I do want to hit up a couple of things. All right. Chinese balloon. You're in the Marines. You're not speaking for the Marines. Nope. You're not. You, well, your, your opinions are not the opinions of your beloved core. Nope. Nope. Or the government or anything yeah. official. They are just my own. You command oneself individual opinion. That being said, give us all the top secret undidacted <laughs> information. Oh, here we go. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I got a whole list right here. Yeah. Cause no. that, that's what they do. They give it to everybody. Yeah. They sure give it to the helicopter pilots. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. So, so let me ask you this. Do you have any more insight into something like this than the average citizen? As of right now? No. Okay. I mean, I get, mm, I subscribe to like the Marine Times and uh, like Military Times um, so we might get a little more in depth or a couple of different sources on, uh, a lot of the same general information you'd get. Okay. Um, it would be weeks, months even, um, before our intelligence department at the squadron would be able to probably brief us on what's actually happening or anything like that. Gotcha. And even then would probably still be quite limited in detail. Yeah. Just because a lot of it's, uh, not even that it's it's uh, like even like I think I have top secret maybe just secret no I think yeah, I think they moved it to top secret for whatever classification Mid-secret. I can get into yeah somewhere in the middle <laughs> kind of in eh, secret I can know some I secrets. can know some well there's so yeah there's secret secret yeah. stuff and top secret stuff on our helicopter that um, we're responsible to know and apply but. Um, Again, that's the only reason I have a top secret clearance is for my aircraft specific. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. 
Like, so you don't know about Hillary's dossier and all that? No, no, no. And so it's like even if I wanted to go look at like F-35 stuff and learn all their secret stuff that's on it, they're not going to let me in because yeah, yeah. I just don't need to know that. Yeah. And it's it's more about just the control of information is still, even on the military side of the fence, we're still quite limited. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's... <clears throat> To a certain extent, it's like that's disappointing. I was hoping to yeah. get all my, 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 I know what, the still, real, the real dig on things. From, still trying to figure out what's going on at Area Fifty One, but yeah. they won't tell me. <laughs> yeah. So, so as, as Christians, um, the balloon that come across everything. Mm-hmm. Our job is to honestly learn the truth. Okay, I'm not saying your job is as personally to learn the truth about this thing, but as a, as a Christian, we believe in in operating in factual truths and not just opinion or or what you want to be true. All right, I think that's an important distinction to make nowadays because so many so many ideologies operate in what you desire to be true mm-hmm. the how many times have you heard something like the narrative more is more important than the truth a hundred percent yeah well it's like any any kind you any any kind anytime you read really a book or an article or even like a, a quote or a text you know somebody wrote that down because they wanted to spin some information yeah. to you in some light I think I think that's one reason why conservatives really struggle with storytelling. Yeah, because their mentality, and I mean conservative-minded people, not not necessarily. Um, there are liberal-minded people who vote very conservatively, mm-hmm. like 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 they've been convinced, and but their minds are very liberal in the sense of uh, artistic-minded, that kind of thing, right? Conservative-minded people are very much give me, and I think this comes from a Christian worldview. To be honest with you, give me the tools to be sufficient on my own, and yes. I'll make it on my own. Well, well, well. Okay, so that's true. <laughs> that's that's not okay. where I was going. Okay. Um, as much as give me give me the facts, give me the facts. Um, let let me know the the, the facts of the the what's on the ground. Give me statistics. Give me um, uh, where are your references. You know, I think I think that's very much a a um, even even when you look at great Christian art, it's very realistic, and it's it's pointing out God's glory. Yeah, it's not something that strikes at emotion. It's striking something that's well, well, based it's, in fact. Or... Well, let, let me rephrase that because I know what you're saying there, but I, I would say it more like this, that it's it's not subjective. So we would say this is beautiful and that the truth will, I think this is the way to say it, the truth will... Uh, develop the emotion. Okay. Yeah, where like the emotion is like a, a byproduct and not necessarily the goal. Exactly. Exactly. So when you sing, like Amazing Grace, song full of gospel truth, 
there's emotion there when you sing it. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful song. It, 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 but it's beautiful because it's true. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, when we talk about the the love of God, it's that's a beautiful thing because it's true. Um, where modern thought process is very much, um, I'm going to draw or paint or or make art that is meant to shock or or even so they're drawing out they're not drawing out an emotion that is beautiful they're drawing out emotions that are uh uh horrifying or 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 that shock or um they want to draw out um they want to deconstruct things instead of instead of constructing things and and I think you see that in the way we do things, in the way that stories are told. Um, we were just talking about it with uh, Boondock Saints, um, um, Fight Club, uh, The Matrix, these movies that basically say uh, vanity, 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 mm-hmm. right? It, it's mm-hmm. all... Take away from the meaning of life and the significance of that. Exactly. Significance of like what gifts we have, not what we want or what we don't have. Yeah. Or or stories that 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 teach you to just follow your heart, follow your dream. Like like they're not they're not there to tell you that oh no, there there there's a God who loves you. But you only live once. Live for tonight. Yeah. YOLO. Yeah. Yeah. That that's uh one of my favorite country songs has a line in it that's similar to that. It, um um have you, um is it Joe Diffie's Third Rock from the Sun? Uh-huh. Do you know what it's I know a good one. one? Yeah, I know the song. Yeah. But there's a there's a line where the <laughs> it talks about this chain of events. And and there's a girl with her boyfriend and her sister calls up and says, my husband's out, you know? So she goes to conceal, conceal, console her sister and leaves the boyfriend at the home by himself. He's like, well, I'm going to go make a beer run. So he runs up the store. He says, I'll only be there in a minute. So I'll leave the truck running. Mm. Some teenagers hop in it and they say, we got one life to live. Let's get it over with. Mm. And they drive, they drive the truck into a Shoney's parking lot, hit the sign, it falls off, it spins around. Says <laughs> they they interview a woman said, I've seen it all, the aliens have landed at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just this song that has this random chain of events that just winds up in chaos. <laughs> but but that's that's the art in which we mainly listen to. Mm-hmm. And mainly take in. So even as Christians, we can we can fall into this idea of of feudalism, and and but going back to what I was saying is, we'd rather produce art that says this is subjectively beautiful, this is subjectively true, this is is genuine, where their art says. You get to decide what you feel about it. If you think it's if you think it's ugly, then that's fine. If you think it's beautiful, that's fine. And and 
because there's no higher authority than you where we have the mindset of there's no higher authority than God and he designed the world to be beautiful. Sin has corrupted it, but he designed it to be beautiful and objectively so. And, and I think that's why you see a lot of outdoorsmen are fairly conservative. I mean, uh, because you see the objective beauty within nature. Um, you you see the the objective beauty within within uh, just creation and, and the way that things are. So so all that being said, we do better with facts because we believe in an objective truth where the other side believes in a subjective truth. Therefore, you can design your own reality with the right narrative. Does, does that make sense? Did I wrap that up in a way that didn't just lose everybody? I think so. I think so. <laughs> you cause like, mm-mm, well, I'm going to, I'm going to say, yeah, but yeah, I'm just thinking like, I don't know. I could see like a lot of, um, misconnection or not misconnection, but like, nope. Can think of quite a few liberal, uh, folks looking out for the objective truth in nature and I just don't know if there's a disconnect between that ideology and associating like nature and God's creation to God if that makes sense Hmm. and then I'm also thinking like uh, I had another point but I forgot what it was let's go back to the, the, the nature and God so you're saying there's a disconnect are you saying the disconnect's on their end I think I think so. Okay. I mean, yeah, I I just like because I don't think a lot of uh other aspects of a, a liberal ideology would apply to a godliness no, uh, no, no, worldview. No. So so take take uh the green movement, mm-hmm. right? Where you say, "Well, they they love nature. They love most of these people aren't in nature." Mm-hmm. Most of these people are living in cities. Yeah. Um, most of these people have never, sh- never seen a wolf, never seen a bear, never seen a cougar. Uh, most of these people have never seen a deer. Um, they they've never had to they've never had to to manage property. Mm-hmm. They've never had to manage fields or livestock or or even wildlife. And so where you see the more conservative, even if it's not Christian, the more conservative mindset comes from, yeah, here's a good example. Having property and something Are you to watching take care Yellowstone? Kind of? uh, Mrs. Yukeman is. Okay, but. she's going to hell. <laughs> um. <laughs> I watched the so, first few episodes and it, it, it took off, and I just kind of got involved in other things. But. I um saw a clip of it where um Kevin Costner's character is, I think, governor of something of of whatever Montana, state Montana. Montana, yeah. okay. So he's the governor, and he's in the office, mm-hmm. and a and a guy goes, "We want to replace the fo- the oil refineries with uh, solar panels," and he and because of the ground weevils. 
or grass weevils. Mm-hmm. Grass weevils. Something, I don't know. Yeah, some... yeah. And uh, Kevin Costner's character goes, okay, how does replacing the oil um, well, you know, fix that problem? Like, well, studies have shown that uh, the grass weevil uh, uh, environment is affected by the, the, the drilling thing. Negatively affected. And, and Kevin Costner's character goes, all right, so how many acres do we need to put up solar fields? It was something like 500,000 acres. And if you look around this area, 500,000 acres is probably not much. Mm. Um, and he goes, now, how do you, how do you um, go about putting them in? What, what's, what's that look like? And the man starts talking. He goes, hey, you have to cut the grass, right? Like you have to go in there with bulldozers and, and, Till up all the grass. Well, yeah, 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 and that's better for the grass weevils who live in the grass. And the guy's like, "Well, according to studies, da da da." Kevin Costner's character goes, "You know what scares me about you? You actually believe what you're saying here. You actually believe that 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 solar panels, which is going to take up far more of a footprint than an oil well to produce the energy that it does, is better for a creature that lives in the grass." And and because these people they they've never they've never walked acreage mm-hmm. they they've never they've never walked acreage they've never they, they just never have uh no 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 there again is that everybody no we're not um when I say these people um I don't mean every single person who 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 is a part of the green movement is yeah. this way um. But when you start managing property, there's a part of you that goes, okay, if I do this, this is the effect. So if I put, uh, say, for example, say I spray um, a broadleaf weed killer on my plants, I have to understand what the consequences of that are going to be. Mm-hmm. I can't just do it. Yeah. Um. I need to, because, because what, what may happen? Well, you may kill your plants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you may, it may kill things that you weren't intending for it to kill. Mm-hmm. Um, so there may be other options. Um, you know, take for example, the, the non GMO stuff. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, you want to grow non GMO? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's better. All right. You do realize that the reason we're able to feed ourselves in Africa is because of GMOs, Right. Well, it can cause cancer. It can cause cancer. Well, people who eat GMOs wind up with cancer. People who lick their lips wind up with cancer. I, I, I mean, I mean, and so can you draw a direct line and saying this is caused by GMO? Well, no. Okay. Okay. But it is a concern. Yes. All right. Well, we need to weigh our, our pros and cons here. Right. And that, that's what people who who legitimately manage mm-hmm. property have to deal with every day. Um, well, it's like I love the argument with carbon and nitrogen specifically coming from like the agriculture industry, where like oh, all these farmers out with there with their big diesel tractors, uh-huh. like yeah, they're destroying the environment with all this machinery raping the earth, right? But it's like you know, 
like farmers raise crops which put carbon back yeah. into the soil and they're it's like one of like agriculture and uh forestry are like the only two industries with any carbon uh benefits and yeah. not just carbon sinks like everything else the cornfields you know? in america i forget the actual numbers so i'm going to be modest when i say this because i forget the actual numbers but the cornfields in america far outweigh the oxygen produced mm. than the rainforest. Or yeah, yeah, like the oxygen produced from the cornfields is greater than the CO two that it. Uh, or sorry, yeah, yeah, CO two that it absorbs. No, 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 no. Well, that that may be true. But also but greater than what's going on with the Amazon. Yeah, so yeah. we're we're always talking about the Amazon, the Amazon, the mm-hmm. Amazon. But the actual crops that we plant are are uh, here again. Carbon, 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 carbon. And I genuinely believe this, all right? I genuinely believe this with all my heart. They're going to get everybody on batteries. They're going to get your tractor on batteries. They're going to, and so that your diesel, you know, John Deere will be an antique. And they'll get everybody on batteries. And then they'll, then they'll start complaining about what they know now. Mm-hmm. And that is that you are, you are mining thousands of tons of dirt mm-hmm. to get a little bit of lithium mm-hmm. well and also too that lithium once it's spent like it's there's nothing you can do with it yeah and that what what you do with that depleted uh, battery is still something that nobody wants to talk about yeah um in other news though speaking of diesels and uh-huh. renewable energy do you see cummins has come out with a hydrogen cell powered uh diesel engine um hybrid that you can drop a a cylinder head on like the B series engine that I got in my truck, drop it right onto it, and that truck can run on hydrogen and diesel. Huh. I think that's cool. It won't go nowhere though. No. And and and, and this is why. Well and hi- we, well, we, hydrogen before... cells are as expensive as all get out, so it's not gonna be a attainable source. But, but the but fact we that you had... can put that on an internal combustion engine something in the size of a pickup, I think it's pretty cool. Well, I, no, no, and I'm not trying to take away from that. Yeah. But this is what goes through my head. As soon as you said the hydrogen, we've had hydrogen cars mm-hmm. already. Oh, yeah, yeah. I but mean, we decided that that wasn't worth investing in. The, 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 the thing to invest in was battery. Mm-hmm. And there again, we'll, we'll get to a point. There again, I think, I, I genuinely think hand tools... Lithium batteries is probably fine. Mm. Like like how much lithium can, but there's a lot of lithium in a car. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw a new study now. Um, the average price for the average fuel tank starting in 2023 now is cheaper than the average electric fuel tank, so to speak. I know it's not fuel. Yeah. Um, the average electric tank for a car, um, just in cost with depreciation, ownership insurance all of the yeah, factors yeah. being equal it is more expensive to have an electric car now than a gas car as of 2023 it is cuz it used to less. be cheaper that used to be the bigger incentive yeah, yeah, right yeah, like yeah. oh you'd pay more for an electric car but you save money by paying for electricity but now because of the power grid the way it is the price of natural gas feeding um you know yeah. most of our power cuz it's not coming from nuclear solar wind yeah, that's water that's another thing why are we not doing nuclear? Because it's scary. You you see, like, when you think of nuclear power, what do you think of? 
safe, reliable. <laughs> no, that's not what you. That's not what you think. That's not what you think. I'll, a, I'll ask you, the average listener, what do you think? You think of Homer Simpson with three eyes, and that's neon that's green. what they, that's what they painted it as for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, the handful of you know select cases where the incident in was it Rhode Island. Uh, yeah. Chernobyl, yeah. of course. Those two incidences alone. Incidences? Incidents? Nobody died from the one in Rhode Island. No, no. But it was still bad enough yeah. in North America now, the U.S. specifically, that nobody wants to have that in their backyard. Yeah. Everybody's okay with it. And, you know, it's an amazing energy source. It's renewable and incredibly powerful. The waste is virtually nothing. The waste- Everybody goes, what are we going to do with this? Well, and we can- But you're talking about a soda can. Mm. And and thing oh, is, I mean, we have ways to manage that that are established, and there's policies and rules and regulations that have been yeah. in place for decades that we've refined to the point where it's a really clean process. Yeah. And and I'll be honest, I think the Navy does it better than anybody in the private sector because the tolerances they have on the nuclear submarines are way more. I was about to say they they're putting them on their their mm-hmm. submarines mm-hmm. and it's, probably the boats too. Some of the boats, right? Uh, not yet. Not yet. But I think. Uh, the Ford class, like the really big new carrier that came out in the last like five years, um, I think this probably going to be the last of its kind before we go to like nuclear propulsion for big ships. Yeah, but, I it just it makes sense, man. It just I know we're off topic and we've kind of <laughs> dived everywhere. We haven't had a podcast in a while, but yeah. it it nuclear just makes so much more sense. A lot of like um, energy sources. But you know what? Uh, talking about farming and diesels. This is all stuff I'm really passionate about and happy to bring into the podcast. I know it's yeah. not really glorifying God though. So. Yeah, no, no, no. This is because because there again, we're we're going back to truth. Take it back to to what we were talking about with um the 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 evangelizing um, the Chinese evan- balloons. Yeah. Um we were talking about Everything we've talked about today revolves around truth and the Christian's responsibility to seek truth. Does that mean they'll they'll immediately know truth every single time? No. Mm -hmm. But they have a responsibility to accept truth when it's laid before them and to to go go and, and, and seek truth. And so when we talk about nuclear energy, what we're saying is that um uh there that that solar power and wind power is being pushed and they are far more harmful to the environment mm-hmm. than a nuclear mm-hmm. plant you um, know where all those uh wind farm yeah wind farms are built not in the u.s they all get shipped here but you know why don't they you all get assembled here. I, i'm sure you do and 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 this may get into the conspiracy theory realm <laughs> but it's because we have deals with China. Our politicians are becoming rich mm-hmm. because they are setting up these solar farms and wind farms being made in China, and then they're investing into these companies. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, if I this is what I don't understand about Congress. How come you can invest in a solar company producing in China? China's going to pay you, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I shouldn't do that. It'll come off as racist, but you know, I was about to do that accent. <laughs> but 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 you know, China is telling Pelosi, "Look, if you'll if you'll hook us up and use our solar panels, not only will we give you kickback." You say, "Well, that's not true." Hunter Biden, um, um, oh, I think you use like, our solar panels. Mm-hmm. So then, so then we use their solar panels, right? And and 
you invest into this company, mm -hmm. they're automatically going to grow. Why? Because the government is paying for mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So now you're going to get the stock benefit of that. Mm -hmm. And and it just, it's this. Well, it's like and, you and, think and, of and all it, the career politicians worth hundreds of millions of dollars. On what's a, what's that? You know. What's that? Um, I, I'm having to watch my language because of, I don't. I, I can't stand this guy. Um, he he he's um he's got a patch over his eye. He's a Republican. Uh, the one down from Texas. Uh, Dan yeah. Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw. Yeah, I can't stand him. Oh yeah, I can't stand him because he is the epitome. Of of the guy who went to to Washington, and just immediately went. Oh, so this is how it's done. Cha ching, cha ching, cha ching, cha ching, cha ching, cha ching. When he first came out, I was like, "Oh man, this dude's kind of cool. I like him." But as he's progressed, he he, you've noticed he's taking more liberal stances. I don't mean I don't mean like classically liberal stances. I'm talking about borderline Democrat stances. Yeah, he has. He he's the one that called uh, uh, the the Freedom Caucus a bunch of terrorists. Mm -hmm. um, he's he he makes more money off the stock market than Nancy Pelosi. Oh yeah, since he's been there. I mean he he is the he is the definition of the swamp in my mind on the Republican side. Mm. I, I mean and and so he gets in there and 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 starts backing all this. The same stuff that everybody else. Why? Because they understand that if you invest in this company and then you use the government to promote that company and to push that company, they're going to make money. They're going to make money. Mm -hmm. And and they do that to the point where now we are putting up. I mean, it drives me insane here in North Carolina. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's uh, vote no on drilling. Yeah. yeah. Vote no on drilling. All right. Voting on drilling. Oh, we can't drill in North Carolina off the coast. We're afraid we'll see dots off the coast. All right. You know what's a good idea? Let's go down there to that poor place called Duplin and Pender County and put up a billion solar panels. What's that? I was thinking, talking about deforestation of the Amazon. Where there's all kinds of incentives. Uh, I think the Biden to cut down all them trees. No, no, no. To pay for. Um, pay for livelihoods down in there to give people money to not turn to farming and turn mm. to deforestation and leave the Amazon untouched and not uh, just pay them to protect their land and buy into uh, incentives like, yeah. Are you saying we're paying them? Uh, uh, allegedly, the Biden administration is supposed to come out with a statement on it this week, whether or not they're going to fund this. I forget what it's called, um, what this incentive is. Uh, Why are we incentivizing... Well, so uh, the original plan, again, I'm really sorry, I forget what it's called, came from Norway and Britain, or sorry, England, uh, Germany. Is this uh, a lot of European the nations. economic forum no. type stuff? Or? No. Okay. Th this was something totally independent of that. It had just came up with like, hey, we want to give money to Brazil and like Argentina and other places down there in South America to not invest in agriculture and clearing farmland for the sake of deforestation so but we're also we're gonna do that but also like throw money at these but we're not gonna protect the deforestation that's going on in our own country or anything like that too or you know all of the leveling of farmland here 
it's just it's odd to me. All right, I guess we're gonna take a break. We'll come back. Let it Who are you? Not you. Not you. <laughs> Who are you to go to another country to give them money and tell them you we don't want you. We don't want you to do this. Being yeah. self sufficient agriculturally because we were brought up as children to really love the rainforest. Yep. You you do yep. not get to step. I, I mean, and, and the reason you go, why, why does this bother you? It doesn't. Because if they feel like they can do that to Brazil, mm-hmm. that means that there are people out there who feel like they can come into America and tell us what to do. Now, now, and I, I'll put this out there, and this is kind of ugly, and I know it is, and I know people are going to disagree with this, but I've seen it with my own eyes. You've got people from up north who moved to, to little cheap to live in rural areas like like here. I feel targeted now. Well, you should. I was I was ordered here. This yeah. is, <laughs> I was ordered here. That's not my choice. He said I didn't mean to <laughs> And 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 when they get here, they go. Well, we don't like this. We well, don't like that. That's what I we love. Like Ugh, the property taxes here are so terrible. I hate the cost of living, the taxes, the crime, everything. Oh, it's it's awful. And then we're, I'm going to move somewhere else. Oh, exactly. wait a minute. It's not quite like what I had there. Exactly. We're going to vote to change it. Yeah, and the the, the thing that really kind of points it out that, that affects our local community the most that I've ever seen is two laws, both of them dealing with dogs. One they tried to pass that said it would be illegal for for people to hunt on the side of the road. Okay, it's a weird rule, but okay. Well, I get like so the gun safety for piece of us. It. For us, it's something you you grew up doing. Yeah, you park your truck on the side of the road. You're facing a field like right across there, mm-hmm. and the deer runs out. You can shoot it. You know not to shoot towards those houses. Yeah, that makes you sense. You know like, not I to know... shoot towards that. But you can shoot yeah. towards, you know, and, and, and you might have two or three trucks mm-hmm. surrounding this field yeah. with men with rifles. And what they're doing is they're pointing back into where they know it's safe to shoot and shoot towards that direction. Now, if you've never seen anything like that, that could be and odd, you pull but, up yeah. and you're looking at just a bunch of, Guys with guns surrounding a field, it's probably like, what the hey, man? Mm-hmm. Man, that shouldn't be illegal. What if they shoot a house? Mm-hmm. Well, if they shoot a house, they're already legally responsible for that. Mm-hmm. There's already consequences for that, legally consequences for that. Why add something else? Why Why come and start messing with people's culture? Because the government's here to help. <sighs> Ronald Reagan said said it. Somebody in the government comes up to my, hey, we come to help. You need to be scared. That ain't his exact quote, but that's what he was saying. And, 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 but, but, so, so I say all that, not to, not to pick on Yankees or, or anything of that nature. I because, feel specifically targeted as an Well, Alaska. you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're, well, you're from Alaska. I, I was going to say the rules. Yankee, but, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, but, you know, we've got Yankees in the church. I love them to death. As far as I know, they're not a part of any of that. Now you're just picking on Miss Yuga, man. 
<laughs> you said it, not me. I know. You said it. She doesn't listen to this podcast anyway. It's fine. Oh, I'm telling her though. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> so we'll talk about this later. I'll see what I can get from it. Oh boy. <laughs> Blackmail. Oh boy. Well, um, she's still mad at you about the whole uh Tao? Tao thing. Is she really? Yeah. Did that really bother her? Yeah. I'm sorry. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But um well, dang it. That kind of hurts my feelings. All right, so... We're talking about laws. Yeah. Yeah, going but, back but to where... It's that mindset that allows us to be able to go to Brazil and say, hey, we want to affect your culture. Mm-hmm. We want to change mm-hmm. who you are. We mm-hmm. want to... Why? Because it's for the global good. It's for the global good. You know, well, you know what? My Your global good is not as important as um, Juan Jose Sanchez being able to put food on his... On his plate, yeah. On his plate, it it just ain't. Mm-hmm. It it ain't. And 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 if they they have a country which is sovereign, mm-hmm. and they can do is what they want, whenever they want, as a sovereign nation, if I like it or not, mm-hmm. and they will do things that mm-hmm. I think is like, oh my goodness, why are they doing that? Mm-hmm. Because it's who they are. And and and. Now, if they decide to come at us, well, that's a decision they, they've done. And this is what we're talking about, being able to, to weigh out weigh out truths. So, um, well, let's be honest. Like, if you were to go, <sighs> Sasquatch done made Mrs. Yuka upset. I'm going to have to go whoop his tail. You know daggone well that there are going to be consequences. I ain't saying you can't do it. I'm just saying that, 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 that. If 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 punched, expect a punch back. Yep. Yeah. There there are consequences to your reaction, no mm-hmm. matter what you do. Mm-hmm. And so, if you come at them, if, if Brazil wanted to come at who, what's next to Brazil? What's a country? Brazil's a big country by itself. Brazil is a big country. I'm trying to think of what's right next to it. Argentina. Argentina. Chile. So if say they say, well, mm-hmm. you know what, we want to go after Argentina. Mm-hmm. All right. Be ready. Well, here's a better example. Russia wants to go after Ukraine. Oh, that would never happen. All right. They, they have. They 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 can do that. They can do that. That's that's what sovereign nations do. do. Mm-hmm. But uh, be prepared. Mm-hmm. Because if you go after Ukraine right now, the West has the back of Ukraine, and so they're funding them billions of dollars. Uh, is that right or wrong? I'm not a big fan of us keep funding on billions upon billions upon billions of dollars with us having absolute zero accountability to where it goes or how it's spent. Um, but that being said, Russia has to take that into consideration. Mm-hmm. If we were to sling a nuke at Russia, we would need to take in what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. What's going to be the result? How You can't just say, there needs to be world peace. Well, we'll just we'll just pray for peace. It'll be okay. Yeah, we'll just we'll just we all want peace. Why can't we all just get along? Because we can't. We have different interests. We have different. We're all sinners. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 there again, I, it just drives me nuts when one culture tries to come in. And, and and there again, you say, well, you're supposed to be conservative. You're talking about well, what about the Indians? The Indians. The Indians lost the war. That's all there is to it. They lost the war. And and 
And, you know, we don't want to, because we are a Christian nation, we've tried, how many other nations have you ever known to go into a country, attack it, which is over time, what, what happened Mm -hmm. over time? It didn't start off that way, but over time, that's what happened and carry out a war that lasts for years upon years. I forget how many, I mean, we, we fought the Indians for about a hundred years. Yeah. Um, decades for sure. Yeah. And, and then go, okay. All right. We're going to, we're going to set you aside here mm-hmm. and set you up. Right. Now I'm not saying that everything's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And, and before us, and people would have just massacred you, you know, we don't know what to do with you. We're just going to take you out. In fact, that's how the Indians did. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you look at Indians fighting each other, they they killed the women, they killed the children, they killed the grown men. I feel the, like it's not just Indians. I mean, you look at like the tribal culture that was in Northern Africa, Central yeah. Africa, Southern Africa, all very different. But well, anytime you see like a pagan type of nation, that's what you see. South America too, yeah. Well, Central yeah. America. Well, look at look at uh, the British Isles, the Celtic. Uh, um, the Celts, you look at the, the Vikings and the Nordic type people, they all were pagan at one point. And while they were pagan, they were like, oh, we don't care about life. A lot of rummaging and pillaging. Yeah, yeah. it was. it was, And so that's that's race has absolutely nothing to do with that. You see that across the board. Anywhere you see a pagan nation, you see that type of well, violence. It's like, shoot, even like, you know, uh, even the British Isles between just the English, Scottish, and Irish, like the feud that's still there today. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, it, it's it's it, it's. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Yeah, I don't know. This went a weird, weird yeah. off tangent. We've talked a lot about all kinds of things today. I want to circle back to you know it's kind of amazing. We were talking about renewable energy and the Chinese influence on yes. what we're doing with America today. Um just highlighting, like, we don't have any any uh, domestic U.S.-based <clears throat> US based uh, nuclear power management construction or even, like, uh, refurbishment companies based in the U.S. They're all Chinese or European. Um, just the Chinese own most of the market, and they build all of our nuclear power plants here. What, because um, we have a buddy who works for GE. Mm-hmm. Is GE not American? GE is American, but they outsource all of their nuclear power stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, you know, obviously, still U.S. employees, and yeah. I'm sure a lot of U.S. management here, but the company itself still outsourcing most of like all of our design and engineering that goes into our nuclear power plants these days. Yeah. All Chinese and foreign based companies. Huh. And most of That's the construction. Yeah. We're, I think, trying to move away from that but it's it's interesting like yeah massive study yeah. on uh nuclear policy the, moving forward and where it's been um in college spent a lot of time studying that and it's did it's you kind see of where elon really talk about that elon musk um he was invited for some world government summit and he came out and said i don't know if a world government is what's best for us because mm-hmm. if there is a collapse then there's no backup. Yep. Where if we are independent nations and this nation falls, it has less of an impact. So China 
is is what they call a paper tiger at this point, right? China is has a very large military, it has a very large infrastructure, it has very large but economically they're very much dependent on other countries. Mm-hmm. So um because they have pretty much blown through their natural resources. Which oh, yeah. is an amazing 100%. thing to think about. Mm-hmm. Um well it's like still there there are largest buyer of wheat Corn, yeah. soybeans, all of that. Um, one thing so I didn't even know, though Argentina, we get, yeah, even though we get a lot of stuff from China, mm-hmm. they're still very dependent on us and other countries for the the, Raw the building. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's why they're colonizing Africa right now mm-hmm. is so that they can get the. Uh, more raw materials on their own. Oh, absolutely. The new move is to go in there like, hey, com- country that's poorer than I am, yeah. I'll come in and I'll build you a nice port, but what you've got to do is let me use it. We'll get you internet. Yeah, we'll get you internet. We'll get you all these nice 21st century things, but yep. you've got to let me, I'm going to be your service provider. I'm going to be the port manager. You're going to let me use this port as much as I want to. Yep, yep. And then they've got their foot in the door and they and can if, go from there. And then, you know, if something happens, they they basically just say, oh, well, Oops. Your entire infrastructure yeah. was built by us. What are you going to do about it? Exactly. And so, yeah, it, it when it comes to so so going back to what I was saying. So say something does happen. We're basically in a cold war with China now. Mm-hmm. If if we were if the West were to pull away from supplying China with with basic goods, I don't think what they have in Africa's would support them. No. And they collapse. Okay. We in the West may, may hurt from that because we, we really are dependent on China for, for, uh, um, factory goods, basically things mm-hmm. that are built. Luxury at, items. Yeah. yeah. So it would hurt, but it wouldn't cause a collapse of America. If America falls, it may cause the collapse of China as well. Mm-hmm. Well, that's probably um, why we can get away with our trillions of dollars of debt. Yeah. And still, like, oh, we'll just raise the debt ceiling. It's fine. Yeah. Just a bigger IOU. A, it's fine. That's a whole nother. That's another podcast. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just. We could talk about financial management and glorifying God with your money. That'd be a good one. That it, Yeah. Yeah. The, the issue would have to be with that one would be. <laughs> How do you do that? Not just to do it, <laughs> not just yeah. say do it. it would, we'd have to come up with a lot of br- practical. Uh, That's true. How tos? We could call it making sense. <laughs> I was watching. I was watching something the other day, and uh, and and one of the guys on the show. Oh, making fun. That was what it was. Oh yeah, fun. yeah. You're telling me about that. Yeah, and one of the guys um, uses a lot of puns. <sighs> Oh, and I'm over there. I'm over well, there. Because it's a show about dads, right? Well, it's it's uh four, five guys, and basically these kids give them like, we want a dinosaur that that shoots something, throws up tacos or whatever, yeah. you know. So they build this incredibly re- childish thing, and then they're like, check it out, you know. <laughs> but it's all said and done. Yeah. And uh, I'm incredibly jealous of it because it's sponsored by Milwaukee and Lincoln Welding, <laughs> Lincoln Electric. And I'm going, those are my favorite brands. <laughs> I need to, need to get this podcast sponsored by Milwaukee and yeah. Lincoln Welding. He's got a huge, I mean, they, they, they got a trailer with just all kinds of unopened Milwaukee tools. In oh, it. yeah. And I'm over there going, uh, <laughs> where's that trailer at? <laughs> 
So anyways, um, but, but there's a guy that just, he does the pun thing mm. and their reaction to him is kind of like mine is to you <laughs> where it's like, even if it's funny, that poor the guy, they, pan, they, yeah. they, they can't give him the it's satisfaction just, just, of it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mercy. So look, man, I've enjoyed this podcast. I am so glad we got a chance to do it. We haven't had one in a while. I don't yeah. know what, uh, uh, Yeti's going to name or label this the search for truth, maybe, but um, I've enjoyed it and and can't wait for the next one. I have as well. Me neither. Yeah, thanks for having me today. Uh, if you've held in this long, we appreciate it. We love you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> props to you. Uh, we will we will uh, see everybody or talk or hear talk talk see. Whatever. That's hard because you're communicate. not. Communicate. Yeah, we will communicate with you next time. <laughs> uh, look for us at uh, BigfootRevival.com. You can find us at Bigfoot Revival Facebook, Instagram. I think even LinkedIn. <laughs> I think. So uh, find us. Uh, ask us questions. If you want to know anything, if, if we said something, you're like, these guys are idiots. Let us know. Um, Please. We're after the truth. Until next time, remember, for God has not given you a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Yo, Yuka. What's up? We out, son. Deuces. <laughs>